0: Welcome Wargamers. Join your hosts, Alco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, This is Trident Wargaming, and we are doing our first episode of Horse Heresy 2.0. Now that it's dropped, uh, it was a crazy release weekend, and I think everybody everybody had almost a mini Christmas. It seems Uh, there were smiling hobbyists all over the world. Now that the box sets dropped, so um, joined once more uh, with my co-host Andy. Hey guys. On the rest of the battle bros, we've got Alex here. Hey, Heresy fans. And I've got Dan as well. Hello. So, yeah, we're just uh, kicking it here, talking about our biggest reactions to Horse Heresy 2.0. I guess to kick things off, though, we'll talk a little bit about some hobby stuff. Uh, being released weekend, I guess, there's been some action going on all over. Uh, you can see it on all the Facebook pages. Uh, but I guess we'll start with uh, you, Alex. What, what's what's new on the hobby uh, plate for you? Uh,
1: I built it all. <laughs> <laughs> built it all.
2: What do you mean built you all. built it all?
1: I built it all. Oh. I have piles. Piles of plastic Mark Six on my desk. Bodies everywhere. Contemptor bodies Marine bodies, 3D bits. I got everything built.
2: How many sets did you get?
1: Two. Uh-huh. That actually is I'm not I'm not impressive. fully done on the Marines from the two sets. I'm I'm fully done the one set and, and about halfway through the second set right now. Uh, and yeah, just and my, for the set. yeah,
3: and then you got my set. Yeah, and you got my set and Bill's set to yeah. make, and Andy's set. We'll just yeah. We'll I've drop only got sixty
0: off. Marines, bro. It's nothing.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass the uh, the tendonitis workers' comp claim on my on my job <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, Oh man! At work, I don't know what happened. Oh boy,
2: boy. Well, a, a, at least you have those fancy clippers. Where yeah, good thing called? you've
0: got God hand clippers to get yeah, you God God through hand. the struggle. God hand
1: clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Like mm, if you want a, like, a general PSA slash uh, marketing advertisement, like if they'll give us, if they'll send us like a free set or two, like I'll plug those things all day long.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, Japan, are you listening? Yeah, we would
0: like a, a new set each, please. They are pretty snazzy, I won't lie. Yeah. If you're watching this it on actually, YouTube, I'll have a picture of them floating up here, so you can
2: actually see them. And behold, it just makes it so perfect much- for cutting out your new Horus Heresy miniatures. Mhm,
0: mhm. They came. Have a plastic addiction. In a package, Need just help. like this. <laughs> but they are not in the package anymore.
2: So good stuff.
3: How about yourself, about, Dan? Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I, uh, oh, I guess I'll go. Uh, I just, I literally just opened the box and like separated the sprues. I di- honestly, I didn't even know what was really in it. I knew there was the Forty Marines and Spartan. I didn't know there was ten Cataphraki. That's double than what I thought it was. So now I got to figure out what to do with them, and I yep. just kind of have to plan wh- which way I'm going to go. I'm I've been kind of racking my brain about it. I know that Alex is just building the build, but I I was kind of trying to do more of a plan. But I probably should just build the build. So.
0: If you need more, you can always buy more. Games Workshop loves that shit. Yeah, I know. Plus, it's new and shiny. Who doesn't want more models?
1: Hey, buddy. He wants more (laughs) of that plastic.
3: The plastic I want is the stuff they don't have yet. You know, I want a plastic cryptus and a plastic um, Demios uh, Vindicator. That's the stuff I want.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when that stuff... Well, whatever comes out, I guess. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: I've heard I've heard rumors of uh, new releases from now till September. Just oh, crazy. dropping, dropping. So
3: should be. Would it just be the Predator and the sakarian that they they showed?
0: That the Leviathan, and then who knows what else is oh, coming yeah, down the, the pipe? The
3: Leviathan, yeah. It's hard to say. Hard to say. Fair enough.
2: Yeah, myself. uh pfft. Just trying to get some Thousand Suns kind of built and whatnot. Um, Had a whole bunch of MK3s still kicking around from the other sets, which I never used. So uh, started putting those together and just kind of, like Dan, opened up the box, took that big whiff of, you know, new car smell. (laughs) Yeah. And with the books, just just took it all in. And then, yeah, just kind of... We all started looking at stuff, talking about stuff. Chat's going crazy. Facebook's going crazy, you know, that kind of stuff. So, really, that's about it. It... Sorry. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you always get that sensory overload. Because you always remember what, uh, sorry, GW Plastic smells like. And you always know what, like, resin smells like. And you always get, like, that. I don't even know if it's so much like like a shopper's high of being like, oh, this is new stuff but
1: so i like i've been playing since i was like six years old and uh just a young one yeah my my mom accidentally (laughs) walked me into a games workshop store in england when we were on a family vacation i was a kid and that was game over and uh i remember cracking open my third edition box set and the smell of that rule book is the same smell then we're still getting out of the rule books today. Like, there's like a there's a, a memory recall. Yeah, just, gonna say, just, just It's my, my childhood rebook at the time I up in my rule book.
2: Printed in China. So <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently
0: <laughs> just
2: my
0: awesome. Yeah. Nice. It's
2: uh it, you know what actually it's been interesting with all of us kind of you know, looking at miniatures, looking at rules, all that kind of stuff. The one thing that blows my mind, and probably some of you guys as well, because you guys have already done it as well. I think all three of you may have done it. Is the character conversions that have been blasting the fucking yep. <laughs> oh, web way. <yeah>. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, everybody's pretty much done it. You know with one or one of the other praetors that come in the box set, which was pretty funny. So it,
0: it's nice to see, though, because like, don't get me wrong, the models themselves are really nice. Um, but I think that's kind of always been like the spirit of heresy is you know, creating and converting your own character to suit your kind of needs, right? And it's uh, it's quite nice, quite nice to, to see, you know, heresy's. Very much alive and well, and everyone's got their creative juices flowing. I know myself, for hobby stuff, I, I converted my Praetor. The Sins of Horse Axe guy made him uh, into a Paragon Blade, Lightning Claw, World Leader, or sorry, World Leader, world uh, Word Bearer,
3: <laughs> <or> bear.
0: <laughs> Praetor, um, who kind of looks the like next a mini, a mini uh, Abaddon. And uh, no, no, no way. you want new legions it it, it's 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 tough because there's so much stuff i I also you know i picked up two sets myself there's a lot of crap in there i did trade some stuff off i got another spartan because i wanted another one and i'm kind of at a point and i dan you kind of touched on this today like there's so much going on online and army armies legions uh we're talking slow grow we're talking what we want to bring and even myself, I'm like, I don't really know where to start. There's just a lot and to this take is, in.
2: And this is coming from you know heresy vet players from the last edition, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We've been playing for at least They're... eight, nine years.
2: Well, since it came out. I mean, since 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 the beta era, and then it switched over to heresy for us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you are right, like you're kind of like looking at it as it's a whole new whole new thing. Whole, whole like, I mean, we could go on forever about things like that, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's refreshing. It's very refreshing because just the interaction between the heresy communities are, are going berserk right now, which is great because there was a, a pretty big lull uh, for it. But, uh, but yeah, continue bill. You were saying, um, just with,
0: uh, so just, not oh, sure just, where
2: where to go. Right?
0: Yeah, with just so much available at one point in time, um, it's just like, hmm, okay, I've got you know tons of stuff to build. I'll probably, like I said earlier in a couple chats, I'll start working on my Spartan. Try and get that built up first. Really appreciate the new kit for what it is, and then I've got just a ton of ton of marines, more terminators. I traded some terminators. Uh, I was looking for that sweet, sweet Tartaros. Um, I think they're going to be very nice this edition as well. Plus they're cheaper. uh, And I always like being able to sweep and run. It felt like a very uh, powerful thing to be able to do as far as Terminators go. But um, yeah, just kind of slowly start picking away. See how it's going to go. Again, working on my word bears. I do want to start up another legion a loyalist one but i'm kind of all over the place torn with no real direction i keep talking about a couple different ones and i just it's 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 tough
3: but um
2: we're all like that yeah
3: yeah yeah especially because yeah like Last night and this morning, I kind of had this little meltdown, a little anxiety, because I, I, I have lots of stuff, and I was going through my basement, I was like, oh, I could do this, I could do that, I could do because I had no real guidance to what I want to do. I, I'm playing a brand new Legion, and uh, I know this is usually a bad word, but there's no meta, and yeah. to guide you of being like, hey, you know, 40, you know, 40 tactical marines is really good, yeah. maybe I should build 40 tactical marines. Or 40 tactical Marines might be the worst thing and a waste of time. And I'm like, man, and I'm a slow painter. So I'm like, do I want to waste my time doing this or this? And I was just kind of like getting in my own head. And then I was going on Facebook and there's all these guys posting all their armies like finished already and stuff like this. Like way past what Alex has done. and, And it only came out like four days ago. Or three days ago or whatever, yeah. and I'm just like, Oh, holy crap, and then you know, the guy settled me down and then it was kind of just, you know, do your thing one one day at a time kind of thing, and oh, I God. was like, Oh, okay. You know, just take a breather and you know, play the old my old armies until I get my new army to where it wants yeah. or where meta there is a meta and you realize that yes, this is a, a good way to play armies. Yeah. So Yeah.
2: And then, and like that little game that we had. I mean, that's why I didn't really build anything until we, like, really got together, right? We sat down. Mm-hmm. We built 750 points or whatever, right? And it uh, was just like, eh, screw it. I'll bring the Ultramarines and here's a few units. Let's see how they interact, right? Let's, let's see what happens. And just went from there. Literally took, you know, no special, like, Ultramarine units, just generic Astarte units, and just applied the, the Ultramarine rules to them throughout the game and hmm that's i think that's yeah. uh, for for the guys who are just getting in there that's probably one of the best things to probably do is yeah. just take some units try them out get to learn the game learn the rules the interactions all that stuff right and then and then decide okay you know what this is the army for me okay yeah. let me let's let's how to, let's how let's see how i can do this let's see how i can build it right mm-hmm yeah, and you, we're going to get a lot of that because we have tons of new players coming in, right? Like, I'm sure each and each of us have gotten a message from somebody. Hey, how do you build this? What do you think <laughs> this? Yeah. How do you? What's the? What's What's the best way to use tactical marines? You know, like stuff like that, right? So, yeah.
1: the other mm-hmm. thing too is like we, you know, we talk a lot about you know, in our group and <clears throat> the podcast too, about, you know, the meta and, you know, in, in, in this instance of the conversation, um, we're not talking about like what unit is best. Um, when you have a blank slate like this and you've got a you know hundred options in front of you, it kind of does come down to, um, picking something that you have will have fun playing with yeah. that you can afford 100%. that, um, that doesn't leave you consistently disadvantaged against your friends that are also picking up the same armies and picking up, you know, asking these same types of questions and also stepping into the game for the first time, either as a as a veteran player or a new player, looking at the options in front of you as you know uh, as a fresh start. Like, hey, this does, does, are the chain bayonets going to be worth it? You know, are is do I do I model this as a power fist? And people who aren't as maybe experiences us to or, or have our collections of of bits and models. Um <laughs> looking at this and saying, like, hey, I've got I've got forty Marines to work with. I've got, you know, multiple screws of and I want to build three sergeants. And I've got these options. I don't want to waste this model I've just spent a considerable amount of money on. Yeah. And I want to build something that is That's like, not terrible at the same time. <clears throat> and they're looking at this to say like a lot of people are just putting up their hands saying like, Hey, I don't want to screw this up. I'm going to glue this thing on in 10 minutes and I'm stuck. I don't know what decision to make here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's not necessarily, but like, how do I crush my friends at this point? It's like, I just don't it's want to screw f- up this model that I'm building for the first yeah. time. Yeah, And, that's, no, it's, it's and that's a fair
2: statement. Yeah, for sure. Like that's, that's yeah.
1: like, know, I, I've seen, I've seen a hundred posts here just in the last 48 hours of like, um, what do i equip my sergeants with yeah. or like is artificer armor good or what is it like is it is a nuncio vox worth it on a on a squad tactical marines mm-hmm. um and you know as veterans we're like you know in the new edition yeah that seems good you know, typically PFIS and Melt the works. So, you know, like, yes, you want to use Artificer. Those are pretty natural questions for us. But I'm seeing a lot of stuff like come out that people have no idea what they're looking at. And they're just looking for some guidance here on like how to build a model so they don't waste their time and money on something, which is a, again, mm-hmm. not a meta chaser quote unquote question. It's just a, like a, you know, I don't want to screw this up because I just spent a boatload of money on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that point of view for it, which makes completely, complete sense. Um, Unless you're, yeah. yeah.
3: Then I'm not building it because I'm going to crush you. <laughs> and I was going to say I'm on I'm on the complete opposite end because I can build ten sergeants, and I'm like, do I want to build a, a sergeant with a power fist and a plasma pistol, and then a, a power fist with no with no plasma pistol? Because I, I have all these bits of playing for ten years, and, and I'm like, know. it that's yeah. where the overwhelming gets, and then I'm like, fuck, I just wasted ten models building ten sergeants because I wanted to to get to that point where I could have all that so I mean and then I'm looking at it because you're saying that simplicity might uh, make people resistant to building these things in my mind I'm almost like simplicity would have almost been better for me if I had just the option or I only had these many options rather than 20 options I can I know I could build personally yeah
2: I think that Dan's kind of like <laughs> a, like a plasma plasma gun right? With the gets hot and roll, he just oh, goes yeah. hard and shoots hard. The plasma and rolls a one. It's like, oh boy, overdrive. Your brain just keeps going, right? Like you just yeah keep thinking of like, what are my options? Can I have them all? Can I, you know? That's that's uh, that's, that's a lot of us. That's a lot of us, though.
1: Right? Whoa, about that and who's paying ten points for a
3: fucking pistol that Only Rens on it for him? yeah. <laughs> <Well, I'm not laughs> so really Throw that pistol more garbage. Yeah, that was... That was just my example, but yeah, it was just... But you go into overdrive, right? So much, yeah. And that that might just be the old, you know, playing... It's probably from playing the same rules for 10 years, Mm -hmm. jumping into a brand new rule set and not knowing nothing. I mean, the rules are similar in ways, but different in a lot. And it's going to, you know, this different system of being... And then being like... I don't even know what I'm doing, and I got guys asking me what they, what I, what they should be doing. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "You're the old
2: guard, man." Like. That's right. Yeah,
0: well, I know. I think a lot of it also comes from to expand on your point, Dan. Is is coming from you know being a vet of version one and having access to all these options. Where having access to all those options in first edition was great because you could build. Build a bear, any squad, any type you wanted. You, this is how you ran your sergeants. You're like, yeah, right. Like everyone had an option. Everyone's got like a bolter and a power fist serge just ready to swap in and out. Just because you know that that's what you're taking. <laughs> and now it, it is different. I think I, I I think that's that is really the struggles. People are trying to figure out what's what's going to give them the mileage through the game. And be, maybe not like the best option, but a good solid option for them to play. That they can, you know, just jump in and start
3: rocking out. Well, yeah, nobody wants to waste 50 points on a sergeant that's going to die every game and do nothing, right? So
2: You wonder, like, I wonder if sometimes, uh, like, maybe the guys who are coming from 40k, because they're not used to having those options, like, all the options. You know, maybe that, maybe it kind of just like, oh, it's not in front of me on a data slate anymore, right? Like it's, I have all these options. What's the best loadout? What's going to be the most effective? Like, yeah. um, there could be that too, right? Guys just, they don't know and they're, they're so used to the other way. So
3: I think now that I'm thinking about it and what I've seen a lot on Facebook too, is I think battle scribe was a crutch. Because now I have to literally build my list by hand, and I can't just do it on Battlescribe and just sort of swap things and be like, oh, okay, I need 10 points. Maybe I I won't take the Artificer armor on my sergeant." Mm -hmm. And that's part of what's part of the – you can literally see what's on the list rather than me going through the books and figuring out, oh, okay, and then going, oh, what does a – you know this grenade, do and I have to flip through the books and find that the grenade or whatever. Battlescribe was sort of like a crutch, and now that we're starting all fresh, Battlescribe's got to catch up. That could be yeah. months, that could be tomorrow, could be whatever, right? Yeah, and I think now that I'm thinking about it, I because I see a lot of posts on Facebook when is Scribe gonna update, It'll but be they're months. not affiliated, it could be, it could be, yeah, it could be months. Yeah, uh, GW, if they were smart should have had this running on their their app. but it would have been nice, yeah. It would have been nice. You know what?
0: That's coming, though, man.
3: That's coming in the Codex oh, supplements
0: next year. There's going to be codes in the book and you upload it to your Warhammer <laughs> app. Yes! Just like everything else. It would be great, but... Pay for your PDFs
1: and then up- use the codes to upload to your Warhammer mm-hmm. app. hmm Absolutely. Yeah. But I this, know why this is I'm the thing... For GW at this point. <sighs> I can't say
0: <laughs> I can't say uh, but this is the thing is start? Battlescribe though has been a crutch for people for a long time and yeah. before Battlescribe caught on really big, myself I was a big proponent of pen and paper and I even had like flashcards of units cause like I was my own fucking Scribe. you know, uh, here's my squad of Terminators, it's 195, I already know how much, I still remember the old point cost from making and Doing that, like that was memorizing not only your list but your rules. And I really think it to write everything down to that point to have that uh, granularity where you can really go to every little piece. I think that helps you learn your rules that much faster and your equipment, your point cost. So you're able to kind of throw lists together on the fly and also, you know, be able to kind of uh, build your list. As you're going, and if we all knew the point cost of everything, I think we'd be, yeah, I think we'd be well on our way to just building shit. But because we're all kind of learning fresh, it's, it's
2: well, little, it, was cra- it was crazy. See, uh, it was crazy to see. It was crazy to see a picture of a pad of paper with an army written in pen compared to the whole Battlescribe transcript posted yeah. in Messenger the other day. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that brings me back." It's like mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's one of those
2: things. It's but those um things. I guess so with the oh, with the game, I mean we we had a game, we had a three-way game just yeah. to kind of mm-hmm. learn a little bit, right? Play a little bit, see how it all interacts. So,
0: it it was good just to throw dice. Um Night Fighting. Let's just start from the beginning, I guess. Night Fighting was pretty game changing, I'd
3: say. Well, we had no real long long um long range shooting, but yes, it was it, it's very different because you're rolling on twos now and it the leadership and the minus 1 to hitting and and Always having a 24-inch bubble really changes how first turn is going to be. Yeah,
0: I I, I feel, and I want to make kind of a point every time we kind of talk about something new. I feel like obviously this is intended to curb the alpha strike that 1.0 uh, mm-hmm. was suffering from. Um, this is a really good way to do it. I, I, I think it, it's been done well enough where... It's not completely backbreaking, but at the same time, just for general smalls arms fire and just, you know, rolling through the potential for turn one, two, for it to still be night fighting is, is really high. And it, it does affect it enough where, you know, it, it'll curb a lot of the bad minus. Okay. There's, you know, searchlights and everything else that you can kind of negate it, but they're five points each. Now they are included for free mm-hmm. on vehicles. Right, like mm-hmm. e- everything, you can take anything you want, but you're gonna pay little bits here and there for it. So that that part I really did like.
1: I think cool. I think two turns of it is bullshit, personally. Whoa! I think it's gonna give. I think it's gonna give a melee centric armies a substantial advantage because like typically well, that was you got a turn point. one, turn two charge right now reasonably, turn two deep strikes with night fighting, uh, neg one to hit is gonna be. Is going to be tough. I, I think you're going to see a lot of melee as a result.
2: But there's still a chance that Night Find doesn't happen, right?
0: At the beginning, yeah, if you don't roll two plus. Right?
2: See, so, yeah, unfortunately, plus. I know it's two plus, but hey, I'm infamous for rolling ones, so. Um, yeah. Like.
3: The, make, make it, it look see. easy, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I get both sides of it. Um yeah, melee armies, you're definitely gonna see them like Alex was saying. Shooting. Still you you're still gonna be able to fire, but Dan like Dan mentioned, the twenty four inch bubble is it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh it's gonna be interesting. And then like and combo then- depending if you're deep striking and stuff too, right? Yeah. Like There's different ways of of going around that, but we'll have to see how it plays out. Really,
3: oh, it's good because as someone who played Armored Breakthrough for years, and you know, you you get those moments where you'd get those first turns where you just wipe out half the guy's army on the first turn now that's just going to curb that because now moving is going to be mostly what's going to be happening in the first turn. Yeah. So you're going to have those moments where you can move units that have low, or sh- sorry, short shooting. And a lot, it seems like a lot of things are short. shoot. Uh, they brought the uh, range back on things for a lot of things. So moving is going to be huge in this game. And that's why they gave everything seven or eight inch movement so that you can run up and that you have these word bear or world word bears uh, world eater armies of you know like 80 marines running up the board which look thematic and cool and they're not going to die first turn and word bear
0: armies with gal in yeah running up the board
3: (laughs) but yeah I, i i can see where there might be an imbalance like what alex is saying that that the shifts might turn into just people taking deep striking, you know, uh, assault marines rather than um, just having a, a shooting army that can just wipe you off half but, the turn. But that, that's good, though. Well,
0: that, well, it is. And to counter that, though, okay, so now everyone's starting to take deep striking armies. Well, let me tell you, you're opening up that coin purse so you can start sh- shelling out for some interceptor. Like, the game's Uh, always going to be about reacting, right? Like, we all know it's coming. The Spartan meta, everyone's going to have a Spartan. They all got one in the goddamn box. People are going to be building armies. I want to pop that Spartan. I want to deal with the deep striking units coming into my face. I need to have some sort of searchlight because I want to be able to blast the scary stuff while it's on that side of the board. It's already starting to kind of happen. What you need is a couple... couple months of gameplay behind it and you'll really start to see the lines kind of get drawn on you know i i do think yeah melee armies will probably be a big a big boost and that that's great because 1.0 melee was good but shooting was like king Mm -hmm. right and each edition it kind of pendulums back and forth on shooting and combat and who knows this might be are really close to like center balance where shooting's good, but you know, combat is strong and it's kind of almost that perfect balance between the two with the reactions and, added. It changes a lot too.
3: That's true. Yeah. And we'll just get to your, your little point there about that shooting was strong in the last edition. Mm-hmm. You're really struggling in the chat about your word bears. Cause you're like, man, yeah. my iron words are going to be so good. They're this and that. They, they are, you know, I have all the shooting but Alex is saying, no, combat's going to be the way to go. And you're having this struggle, this internal struggle of being like fighting your your na- your inner nature of wanting fighting to your demons. shoot guys. And it's, it's funny true. because I made that comment of, uh, what is it? Um, what good is a knife in a nuke fight? Yeah, that's I'd right. Like- <laughs>
2: Starship Troopers it, it, scene where he throws a right. knife in the hand. That's, yeah. that's
0: exactly wow. the picture I posted.
3: Yeah. how How can how can he push the button if his if his hands disabled? Right. So. (laughs)
0: But it it, it is yeah. My
3: point is, if
0: I am struggling with it. No, it's true though. It's true.
3: I think we're all probably going to nature, right? Yeah.
2: We're all probably going to struggle a little bit with in the next few months of just trying to figure out where we're at and what we want and.
0: Well it's mm-hmm. how it's, we want
2: to play with these new armies, right?
0: It's that's just it. It's how do I want my head cannon to translate to the tabletop now. Because coming from first edition, my Iron Warriors did that job well. I shot the shit out of you from range. And I didn't get my hands dirty unless I wanted to. Right? If I was throwing a squad of marines at you, it was to tie you up, to slow you down, and I usually let you charge me because I I'm thinking a step ahead but now it's like well i don't know it, it's how am i going to translate these armies now into the the system uh the one thing that i found like here's a hot take for me for heresy itself is a lot of the things feel like they have built the fluff into the mechanics for a lot of these units and a way that, mm-hmm. that the legions play or the, the way that they're intended to play from the rules. And it looks like vehicles are really good, a lot of shit's AP3 now, Mm -hmm. and I think, I still think infantry are going to be just insane in this game because of line and everything else that you're going to need, but it feels like Marines and the characters, Terminators, Dreads, are all outfitted to be able to kill Marines well. So it's going to be this, like, crazy struggle of getting blasted by all these different vehicles. You'll be, you know, doing your reactions, evading and everything. And then it's going to be these massive blob armies just pushing towards each other. And it's just going to be Gears of War up and down the line. Everyone's chain bayoneting. Everyone's just trying to kill each other. And um, it's going to be crazy. Like, uh, it feels like, yeah, infantry got killy. Vehicles got less. And they really want to push you into the middle of that table and
3: just brawl it out. Yeah, and and like uh, another big factor, like getting back into the game we played. Yeah. Um, we this was our first game. Like it was literally just a, a fumble, fuck up. Just we it, it ended up being a, th- a three way. We played seven fifty, and uh, reactions kind of made things very different in in how we were thinking and how we were starting to play the game because yeah. i took a, a, i took cataphracking and jumped them across the table because i just kept yeah. reacting with them and also now they were in andy's face like third turn or second yeah third turn and they're like the slowest unit in the game
0: yeah
3: and and then bill pushed his guys away from me so i couldn't assault tim and it was just sort of like this back and forth of like reacting on each other and you could really see where the strategy, because we're all kind of just sitting there, kind of thinking about how to utilize all of this in, yeah. in game, and and it, so I think reactions are going to be a huge part of the game, and I think I think they're going to be like ninth, where if you don't utilize them, you will lose every game. No, yeah. unless your opponent doesn't know what he's doing and he's just throwing dice. Yeah, but em-
0: embrace the change. In other words.
3: And yes, and, and and I think it's going to be a huge thing, and I think you're going to start noticing that certain armies might have stronger reactions, but it, it's utilizing them at the right time and the perfect time, because... There was like we were when we were playing the game. I was like, "Hey, Bill, why didn't you do this reaction?" And he was like, "Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. doing that reaction yeah. at that so, time." Right, and it was just he, just, he lost like half his assault marines.
0: I so. lost a lot of them. So just remember, guys, there are core reactions, core, <laughs> and then there's also your legion one.
2: That's really reactions.
0: good. The advanced yeah. reactions, and I totally yeah. forgot about my advanced reaction, uh, which would have saved my squad and realistically i should have
3: just deep striked them um but i didn't Tried to play it safe and and i kind of made that comment to you to you and andy and i was just like i think people are going to treat the experiment or the experimental, the legion reactions as treasures and they're going to hold on to them and never use them because they're one use only and they think they're super strong and they'll just wait till the, the perfect time to use it but that perfect time will be at the end of the game when the game's over when you're, you're already like, lost oh, yeah i never yeah i never used it yeah. And I think because I mine was just like I was just take I was getting so uh, Death Guard they what happens is they get feel no pain and then they get a free seven inch move. Yeah. Well, Andy shot bolters at my Terminators. I think he did like three wounds. I was just like he. I'm gonna use my reaction now. My cataphracty jumped up the table seven inches. Yeah. And it was just it, it wasn't would it be appropriate time probably not. But did it help my cataphracty get across the table? 100. percent yeah. And then they were in his face the next turn. Yeah, but it—it's just—and I think that's where I think him and, and Hong is going to be a big thing with like, oh, am I going to use the reaction now or then? And and I think I was also talking with the guys about that reactions are going to be a two-player thing, where in in front of the games, you know, where a guy missed an opportunity, you're going to be like, sure. But in a tournament, if you move that model and the guy doesn't react to it, and you move on to the next model, that that's it for that, that reaction for yeah. that guy. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think yeah, that I might brought, be brought, a big problem.
2: I brought that up, like I, I, how I mentioned it, right, as well, as, um, but you guys were saying too, like in a tournament, just like Dan had mentioned, and, and I can see it straight up, in a tournament, well, you're playing in a tournament, you should That you should be concentrated on that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But in your when you're playing against, you know, friendly games or whatever, pickup games, whatever, it it's I mean, going to be good to coach each other a little bit here and there, or or ask afterwards, right? Well, why didn't you use that? You know, at a certain moment, kind of thing to make everybody to make people aware, because especially in this the first few months of playing games, you know, um, I know with us we'll we continuously do that kind of thing to, to make our game better. Yeah. You know, to help each other out. Right.
0: That said though, gone are the days of, Hey man, I'm just going to do my movement phase. Will you go grab, you know, a drink or whatever. And when you come back, we'll continue. And that's, that, that's done. Like you're going to oh, have to yeah. be present for that movement phase. Cause you're going to be a thing,
3: right? Yeah, because yeah, in, during that game, Bill went inside to go use the bathroom or whatever, because you we were playing in his garage. But yeah, he went to yeah. the bathroom or look after his kids or whatever. And I was talking to Andy, I'm like, I'm literally can't do nothing. Because it, I don't want to move and then him be like, Oh, yeah, I should have reacted there. I'm going to react, right? Yeah. I know, I know they were playing a friendly game or whatever. But he also needs to be present to know that I moved into it, or I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. right so so it, and i think this was the whole point of uh gw adding reactions so that it was a, a two-player game and not just a one one guy playing one turn by himself yeah.
2: yeah it's a more interactive um sequence right like
3: oh and it's it's good i mean sure there's a little you know we can't you know keep you on your toes and buy a cheeseburger but you know it it Engages everybody, and I think that's really going to help with the game. Yeah, because... just get the dishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it and and guys, and it might engage guys too that are just yeah. sitting there because then the, then they're going to be like, "Okay, I'm waiting for that unit to come up and move into my face, right, so that I can react in a certain way." And now mm-hmm. you're you're preemptively waiting and using your mind while he your opponents moving and stuff and uh i i don't know I, it makes it awesome it adds the tactability and the strategy and on both sides because now the other guy's got to think oh that guy's got this up his sleeve and this and this so if i move into combat so like during our game i was trying to rap bill because i didn't want him to run away from me because i i was just like i can't get him i don't want them to run away. So that's going to be a huge thing, I think, is people trying to wrap squads, our, uh, units, to try and trap them, and you see that in Knights. Yeah. To try and trap units from escaping combat,
0: due so, to like falling back, failed morale
3: test, right? Y- yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, I digressed, and I got a little a little heated there about reactions. I, I really like them. That's really all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're a big
0: positive I, change in the game, for sure. Oh yeah for sure.
2: How about you Alex? Do you like reactions?
1: I fucking love reactions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't end, he ended up having to watch his kids that night, but yeah. like from what you've read and seen, like do you think it's going to really change the like outcome of games
1: yeah
0: (laughs) well it it will it will like simply (laughs) simply said right (laughs) simply said it will change a lot though it really uh it was cool um
1: if you played if you played ninth edition um in the introduction of stratagems, originally had uh, a very similar response. It's like, oh my god, it's going to slow down the game, this is mm-hmm. stupid, it opens it up to gotcha moments. I think uh, what they've done here is is very calculated and smart in the way that they've rolled out a couple very simplistic, easy-to-use, referenceable stratagems called reactions that allow you to be engaged in your player's turn um, without drastically changing the way the, the core mechanics that 40k is known for, which is like I go, you go um, you know, which they kind of have broken a little bit with, with AOS and, and Titanicus, but um, I don't think they could have done that to the 30k community without upsetting the core base, and so what they've introduced is a, is a mechanic that engages both players in the narrative of the game and I think that's that's important. Uh, it creates a like I don't. I looked at all the you know I've looked at all the reactions. I've read the rules. I've read the army specific reactions. You know, going back to the playtesting. testing, and um, I don't see anything in the reactions that is like a over the top like I'm going to use this and it's going to cause me to win the game. All it is is it's, I'm going to use this, and narratively it fits with the legion. It fits with mechanics. It fits with the story that I think players are interested in telling each other um and i think it's a good core mechanic to use without crazily upsetting the balance of the of the kind of the core mechanics of the game i think it's actually pretty brilliant
3: Mm -hmm. that's pretty well said and and i was just thinking we were last time we were talking about uh reactions and all this stuff and i think that's really the biggest part of the game that's changing the most And it's really what's adding so much to the game from something that, you know, we've been playing for 10 plus years was so simple. Now they added just one little tweak and it's turned this into a completely different game. It's not even the same game anymore. Mm -hmm. Sure, there's still templates and you still charge and you still move in this, but the game mechanics change in in that aspect of reacting to it anything or everything or how many you have and points and stuff like that and it i think it really changed the game for better and and they didn't even really change like legions stuff i mean some of the legions changed a bit but all they did was add this one mechanic and i think it changed Terracy for the better mm, and what a... we've been waiting for for 10 years
1: there was yeah, there was a really good quote. I remember hearing it a lot after Ninth Edition came out, and listening to kind of the the competitive 40k players. And uh, the phrase was, um, "Make your opponent have to make tough decisions when they're playing them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. That's gonna force you to either like sacrifice this unit or do this. And so you you know basically the person who wins a game is the person who makes the least amount of mistakes and forces their opponent to make bad decisions. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was like, hey, that's a pretty interesting mindset um, to how to play. It's not, you know, it's about it's about, it's a very personal thing. It's like I'm not going to be better than you. I'm going to make decisions that force you to make hard decisions, and I'm yeah. going to make less mistakes. Um, I think the same, literally the same type of um, theory has been applied to to Horus Heresy, in the sense that. Um, now you're not making say it or say, it, it, it's forcing players to make decisions um in the active and reactive phases um but rather than i guess for like a, a gotcha moment or a winning perspective it actually allows you to force your opponent to um make decisions that actually feed the narrative um you know, there's going to be that moment that every World Eaters player is going to have where you know you're either going to get overwatched or you're going to get countercharged, but you have to make the charge. Yes. That's mm-hmm. who you fucking are. Um, and those, no, are, that's true. That's, that's a very p- true. Kind of cool way to play the game. Yeah.
0: No, it is, for real. I, I like that.
2: A... It, it makes sense, though, like you're saying with the the actual like fluff or the, the the story or whatever for each legion, right? Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> the ultramarines, you your advanced reaction is pretty much um, piggybacking off of you know one unit firing as a reaction, you can activate another unit to fire upon that same unit that just attacked you. So it's like, you know, the the Legion brothers are are tag teaming uh, the opponent to, to try to get rid of him, which is is very much, you know, the Codex Astartes kind of thing, right? Like trying to to utilize each marine to their their uh, best abilities and and try to eliminate the enemy quickly in certain reactions and stuff. So, you know, and then Bill's uh, Word Bear one that he missed out on, where he, he pretty much sacks a guy, yeah, sacrifices a, a, you know a legionnaire. And to the to the gods or whatever, and you know he's he's saved, right?
0: It basically so that, once I'm targeted for a shooting attack, I declare I'm using the reaction, and it, there's no hit or wound rolls made. I simply just pull off a model. The model cancels destroyed, and the shooting attack is done. Yeah, that's Get it. Fuck Jim. Yeah. Blood yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it
2: pretty much becomes a, a shield. and yeah. A meat shield, right? So, which is cool because that's it's very word bearer like, for sure.
3: There's a little demon commissar in the back. There's something, know? something for sure.
2: <laughs> just make a little make a little miniature with a portal and an arm coming out of the portal. Yeah, ground.
3: there go, he Yanks him back. Yeah, It's yeah. just an imperial fist, or sorry, imperial guard commissars, just arm coming out of a portal. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> like a cartoon sound effect like,
2: yeah. <afood Elena> yeah, that's funny <toolkit> Boy, but uh, like with, with the game too just from that little match that we have had I should say um, I think the armies are going to collide and clash a lot quicker mm-hmm. um, just with the way the movement works and you know being able to do the run and whatnot all at the same kind of moment, plus the reactions for advancing or, um, you know, uh, I can't remember what the other one's called, but moving away kind of thing. Um, Withdraw. 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 So now in saying that, oh, there goes my screen. Uh, with saying that, um, it's going to be very, uh, tactical and whatnot to keep in mind, like when you're doing these kind of reactions, you know, around objectives and stuff like that, it might, it might put you out of place, right? You might be forced, Mm -hmm. um, to, to abandon ship on, on an objective or something. And, and, or you might be able to use it to your advantage of, um, getting closer to objectives, right? And it all depends on your arming position and, supporting units and all that kind of stuff so it's interesting because yeah. i know like i was moving around and i was trying to you know push up to get close in the range and stuff like that right and um and then dan's reaction happened and he moved closer and he was fairly close and i was like oh okay he's terminators against my marines <laughs> well i'm probably gonna react by withdrawing to to get away yeah Right it was to, in to, to that
1: moment he realized he fucked up.
2: Yeah. So and it was just like that's when it it dawned on me right there. It was like you really are going to have to watch out with those reactions as well. Yeah. And yeah, you know your your other uh, movement and 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 uh, running and and all that stuff, right? So.
3: Yeah, which is like good. Alex, Alex was saying you're trying to make your opponent make those hard choices. And that's exactly, because you made that, you brought that up during our game, was like, so what if I do have a 10-man 10, uh, ten man tactical Marines sitting on an objective? I was, and you're like, do I withdraw to protect them, potentially losing points? And yeah. it's, it's just like, so do I either stand there and sit and potentially just get wiped out by some combat-oriented unit, or do I potentially withdraw and come back to try and shoot them off that objective in the next, in my next turn. And so it's making those hard choices of do I sit and shoot or do I, or try to survive or do I run away and fight later? So
0: one thing about uh, the new system that really kind of took me by surprise and it seems like such a small thing, but it really adds up quickly is the, Uh, advanced reaction, and then the surge rule for uh, failing your assault. So advanced reaction, basically, you know, you call it, you're going to do your thing. (laughs) Uh, You're going to be able to move up your initiative, or sorry, uh, yeah, initiative characteristic directly towards the enemy. And if you, you know, well, I'm within 12, I'm going to try and charge, you know, even if I fail, whatever. You roll, you know, a 10 you still get to move up another 5 inches. And especially for combat oriented armies, that's awesome. You've just got, you know, now an extra 9 inches. Like, you're guaranteed you're going to charge next round. It, yeah. It's just... It's really cool. Um, the extra movement, and just because how everything's faster, yeah, you, you will definitely see, um, I think, combat shift to being a very popular thing. Um, but it's... It is nice uh it's nice enough where some things have been just cleaned up totally uh terrain in general right it's only minus two to your movement or charge
3: all the time there's, all the time there's no 2d6 does
0: none of
1: that
3: it doesn't matter what train you're walking through yeah. it's always just minus two
1: unless you charge around it well yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's just the thing. There, there's so many little nuance um changes in the new heresy is double check everything, read all the USRs. Um I find it's really beneficial to go through the book just like we were doing, like with a group of friends. Uh have like have a Discord chat yourselves, right? Get, you know, three, four, five of you. Going through the book, cranking through rules, talking about it, and then put that into practice when you're playing your game. I, I think yeah. you really start to get the hang of the rules quickly. Talk about the rules and talk about interactions after you've done playing, uh, just so you can also do a recap. It I know it's what's helped us collectively learn the fastest, and mm-hmm. it's it's probably going to be very very beneficial. If you can join join a slow grow league in your local. I know we've got, uh, we've got one coming up at the end of July, and it's going to be great. Just so everyone yep. can kind of crank through together and start learning and pulling the rules. the The better... Sorry, let me rephrase that. The more in-depth your community learns the rules together, the stronger your player base will be. So you'll have this strong player base who knows this new system... You all slow grow together, everyone's working on projects, getting armies done, getting them all hashtag fully painted, right? That's the goal. So when it does come time to events or campaigns or anything that you want to do in the future, this player base is already ready to go. And the best part is if you have new players continuing the cycle in, look how many mentors in the group they have to pick on and they can draw from and chances are there's going to be someone or multiple people in that group setting that plays the same lesion as they do. Yeah. So you're really going to start, you know, compounding the experience and the overall enjoyment for everybody. I, I think it's just probably one of the best ways to go about learning any system.
1: Mhm. Bill says that just because he's getting tired of everyone bugging him about the rules. No. <laughs> no. This, does this have two ones or one mount? what's the instant death rule
0: (laughs) it's there it's in the book so
1: can i charge if i've shot
0: you sure can Uh, oh not a pistol you can't charge well yeah in in the (laughs) in the rule book it says if you you fire rapid fire weapons you can't charge and then it says you fire pistol you can't charge either so you know question everything Question everything. Well, I, I do not just, think that's intended, so...
2: But no. that's just it, is is the <laughs> stuff that we've taken for granted, or the, what we remember from the first edition may have changed. No. So, so we're okay. literally, like, looking at everything. Right? This is
1: also not the episode to discuss uh, some of the you know, <clears throat> errors and omissions. Mm.
2: Mm. Right. Mm. But in, in GW fashion, I'm sure they'll... Oh, yeah. The next month, something will come out.
0: Yeah, there there are some, you know, there are little editing things here and there. Um, a lot of people I know were super upset about Dreadclaws in particular, myself included, because uh, they lost the assault vehicle rule. But after reading, like, the Deep Strike rules, after kind of looking at how, how everything kind of interacts, I do kind of see why they've toned it back a little bit. Um, if it is intended I I see why they've done that I know the charybdis is an assault vehicle and it drops and disgorges guys dreadclaws I think are unique because they are typically for version you know 1.0 they were the cheap uh, Cordis Contemptor transport or they were the cheap terminator transport or your cheap special weapon melta squad the combi weapon seeker squad transport and it was very much like jump out scuttle close i'm gonna hide in it for a turn jump out and charge you and i think they're trying to dial back to if you're using it as like a very safe way to jump in then yeah you'll 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 pay for the exposure essentially um one thing i've also noticed just in general across the board is a lot of the vehicles and transports have all gone up in hall points, which makes vehicles harder to kill. Or some have completely changed to wounds and toughness. Mm-hmm. But the the vehicles, strictly just vehicles, a lot of them are just bumped up by one or two. Well, mostly just one hall point, but it's, it's quite a difference, considering vehicles aren't just going to get instant popped.
3: Anymore.
1: You heard it here, First People. The, the vehicle meta is real.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't kill you. They just will survive longer. Yeah. It was, it's true. You also have to look at the subtype too, right? Yeah. Because, um, what is it? Kratos and, and Vindicators, they have a reinforced. They don't get slowed by uh, snapshots. Or, sorry... They don't get affected by snapshots, so you can keep shooting with these tanks, and and then you get the other things like uh, what were you talking, the anti-grav or whatever from the the speeders, which are now monstrous cr- flying yeah. monstrous creatures. Well, they're cavalry, cavalry, aren't they? Yeah, they're cavalry. They're, yeah. they're monstrous creatures. They're toughness. Cal-
2: Calvary anti-grav <laughs> is what. Yeah, but it's. Yeah, where b- before you were able to, you know, move and then jink, which is gone, right? And you'd have yourself a, you know, uh, an invulnerable save, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now there isn't that. Like bikes, speeders, anti-grav units—they they don't have that, and they can't claim cover. Right? You can you can uh, use the mitigation. Rules like shrouded, if you ever get it, but uh, it literally says you you can't take any cover saves, so it can be very difficult to play those units. Where before it was like, yeah, javelin, javelin speeders, they're great, they're cheap, they're effective. You get all these nice little abilities, and now you don't. So
0: yeah, well, they they are a lot more toned down. Um, points wise, they're more expensive, obviously. Um, but there are options in that book, right? Like the old the old ways have changed for sure uh, in terms of just your list builds, um, which is I, I think it's it's a great time. Um, you know, if you really want to rock, for instance, if you really want to rock those thud guns, still, you can. You can rock the shatter shell thud guns, do just how you used to, but like you're gonna pay what was it 80 points per carriage so you're looking at 320 points for a three-man squad i think that's with uh phosphics added as well so like the points have gone up exponentially for some of the really popular units let's say um but it also helps you spread the love around i think because there's so many more uh ways to play this game now that I think some of the old tactics obviously will still be relevant but I think there's going to be a lot of new ways to play that'll uh, help, you know, change the the face of heresy for years to come.
3: Yeah, and GW's been doing this forever. Yep. Every every edition they they kind of try to switch what is popular and then they'll bring out an if if, I'm a, if it's going to be like ninth they might just bring out faqs that just change what rules that thing has so maybe they realize bikes aren't as good as what they used to be and they maybe go oh, okay we'll give back the two plus armor gw season. autocorrect yeah the autocorrect yeah, yeah. it's pretty much and
1: yeah, well, but me on the model where the white scars t- player touched you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like so I don't, I want to know which which playtester been like got through the the, the special rules and USRs. Like you know what? Yeah, fuck the fuck the stars. They don't need they don't, don't need even... cover saves and
2: Gregorian <laughs> Brotherhood. jinxer. Screw or, you, you know? man. Screw you. You are not getting no heavy tanks anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's you. Keep a lookout on. Uh... On your rights of war and your restrictions, uh, take yes. a fine tooth comb and look through all those units. You know, javelin have the heavy type now, which is yeah. cool. But there are some rights of war that will not allow you to run heavy units, so it's like those are out. Yeah, totally. It's yeah, um, you
3: really have to go through and and what's funny is it the subtype is not even like a special. It's not even part of the special section. It's it's like when you go up to it says infantry and then it usually in brackets it'll say what it is, and so it's you it can almost miss stuff like that, yeah where you know that subtype because yeah, like tartaros aren't heavy, but Cataphraki are yeah, and people could and probably will mix that up, yeah percent.
2: But yeah, it's like you're saying with limitations, it's uh, it's definitely all there with, even for this, for like the, the Chagorian Brotherhood, really, you know, it's saying uh, vehicles that don't have like the fast subtypes and stuff like that, They they really go specifically into what subtypes you need. Um, or are limited to. So going through them, you know, you gotta make sure that you're reading it properly, and and, uh, and then just seeing what units have what. You know what I mean? So.
3: Yeah, and he's just bitter because he he has like thirty jet bikes and two Sicarians that used to be fast, and now they're <laughs> they're just not fast anymore.
2: Yeah, because so, per- so pretty much, his whole, it's-
3: whole army got ripped apart.
2: Well, pretty much. It's like any heavy support, <laughs> like any heavy support or fortification choices. Um, you know, they have to have the flyer subtype, right? So I don't know what fortification would have a flyer subtype, but who knows? See what they do with it. But it just makes it, uh, it makes that army specifically like it, it's supposed to be fast right there's not supposed to be a Mm -hmm. slow slogging tank behind right so it changes it up i mean i'm obviously still going to be playing them
0: yeah
2: um it's just just have to adapt and i think that's the one big thing with this edition is you being you know part of the old guard or a veteran or whatever you want to call it um you definitely are going to have to adapt to to the new rules and you will limitations subtypes reactions um and also the new players coming into it right um one thing that i know we've mentioned in the past as well um, and i can see it's probably going to take effect in our community the point value of games Mm. i think is going to increase because now you're allowed to have a Lord of War and a Primark? Is that correct? Yep. Whereas before it was either, One right? One
3: or the other. One
2: know. or the other. You know, and, and in in simple fact, like, n- not just because of that reason, but I think the bigger games are going to happen. Guys, are going to want to come out and play with more of their toys, right? So
0: Yeah, I'm calling it 3K or nothing.
2: <laughs> 3K or nothing.
3: Yeah. well we played two 2500 for the longest time because that was like mostly what tournaments ran yeah and now
0: which at the time it sh- was it was a good points limit right like i'll agree at the time it was just enough to let you take some stuff but enough to squeeze you to make you make those decisions those hard choices of what you really wanted in an army and now i just feel with the way the points have kind of Gone up, gone down here and there. I, I think 3k is going to be really uh, a real sweet spot.
1: Yeah. So. Looks like Porphyrians are back on the menu, boys. Yeah. That's well, okay. <laughs> you can take that Porphyrian. You, you do it. Actually, and Warhounds, too, it looks like. And a Warhound? No. 750 <laughs> Yeah.
3: Well, you could at oh, three yeah. k. It three k. Does look
1: like scoria is not uh, not a Lord of War choice. So technically, I can still do a Pori and a Pory and a Scori. Huh? Oh huh? my!
0: Oh my!
2: <laughs> Pory and a Scori. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. And then that there's that too. You have still Mechanicum. Yeah. And all the other books. That will come out, that will probably change the way things are too.
3: That's true. I, I probably annoyed the crap out of you guys, but I keep talking about cult mechanic, or cult militia. I, I'm just waiting for those zombies, man. I just want those zombies. I just want them to be exactly the same, fearless. And now <laughs> I want them to run also nine inches so that I can get them across yeah. the board too.
0: Little does Banders that know. Yeah, huge
2: uh, horde.
0: The build a bear's all gone.
3: They're just levies now. Uh, yeah, that's my fear. I... And that's part of my stress is that the <laughs> fear of the militia is gone. Of yeah. like the Build-A-Bear. It's
0: just the changes, man. There's changes everywhere. I know. Who
2: Who knows what they're going to do with that, that army. I mean, first, I mean, you got to look at model-wise. Are they going to get a whole new range? Or is it going to be incorporated with something else?
3: You know, just take Cadians, just put Cadians, and put you know a weird helmet on, and then that's your militia. Be it good or bad.
2: leading being led by Ursacar Creed or what?
3: There you go, Ursula, Ursula, Ursula Creed. Ursula, yeah, yeah Ursula. She's got to wear that that helmet though. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little sidetracked, but yeah. But yeah, overall.
0: Overall, this episode was kind of like just an initial reaction of what we kind of felt like after we've perused through the rules book in hand, we, you know, fumbled our way through a game. Um, There's going to be more, as we digest everything too, there's going to be more episodes coming down the pipe about, you know, um, a little bit more in depth on maybe some loadouts that we found are working nice, a little tactic talk, uh, just things that we were enjoying in the games. Um, there's there's lots there's lots coming so definitely stay tuned for that stuff. Overall, um, out of a out of a score of ten, you guys, what would you give the new uh, Heresy rule pack so far that you've seen?
3: Ten. I don't see why anything that would make it worse.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. Um, it's just it's refreshing. It's we've been waiting for so long for a new heresy, and now we have it, and yep. we're all excited about it, right? So, yeah, I agree with Dan. Good old big old ten
1: fanboys.
2: Hey, <laughs> I'm an Ultramarine player, so shh.
0: What do you, you, you thinking, Alex? Eight. eight. Eight? Eight,
1: maybe eight and a half.
0: Yeah. I was feeling like, around an eight and a half myself, to be honest.
1: I think, um... I think the rule set's good. Reactions are good. The updates are fantastic. The new model range is fantastic. All out of the park. I don't have any complaints there. Um, the rule book, um in its current state with some of its issues is upsetting given that uh, the rules and the ambiguity was the biggest complaint i think most players had in uh first edition it was the biggest issue that uh, gw spent a ton of time and money fixing in ninth edition and to see not the same level of critique and and proofreading applied to a full edition with three major gorgeous books delivered on day one is pretty upsetting like one point five out of ten upsetting.
2: So average, what is it? Nine point two five or something like that. From the four of us,
0: I guess. Yeah, an overall pass for sure. Yes, overall
3: pass. It's a, it was just cleanup. Cleanup is probably what that was the biggest. It, thing. Dragged it down. Yeah, yeah. Not rules, not models. Just just cleaning up wording.
2: I mean, we, we are all very pleased and excited with the new miniatures that they've been releasing. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, can't wait to see what else they start bringing down the pipe. Um, obviously, we're going to see a lot of marine stuff, but if they start bringing out other stuff, like if there's any plastic kits for Mechanicum that come out that's 30k era, that would be pretty cool. You know, um, the uh, Imperial Cults and Militia, the uh, Solar Ox, that'd be pretty cool if they came out with plastic kits for them, right? You'd see a lot of more of those armies being played, because there are a lot of guys who like the Imperial Army, you know, they, they're old guard fanboys that uh, like to play them in, in heresy, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So... Plastic, uh, what storm eagles or whatever? That'd be interesting. The uh, any other kits really? Be cool to see. I, I I can probably see. I'm hoping that they'll come out like plastic jet bikes, plastic, you know, speeders, javelins, stuff like that. So yeah, overall pretty good. I agree.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Let us know in the comments what your favorite uh, changes are in uh, 2.0 if you're a vet or what what you're liking about the system right now currently as a, as a new player. We'd definitely like to hear uh, from both sides of the spectrum uh, in terms of gaming. I know we, we, we've got a lot of new players joining us on the Lodge and there's a lot of uh, interaction just bouncing all over the place. So that's nice to see. Um and yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep feeding you guys some heresy content, and we'll do some a little bit more in-depth uh, breakdowns later on. So yeah, thanks gentlemen for coming out. Mm-hmm. Anytime. And we'll catch you all later.
3: Bye. See you.
2: Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.